Hello, everybody. This episode is about why I began learning about religion, specifically Hinduism. I'm going to talk about what started me on this journey, a few ways in which learning about this religion has impacted my life, and just about my newfound love for it, and my overall views about the religion and what it has done to our nation and overall everything. So, let's begin. So the reason I began studying about religion and really like super getting into it is a little strange actually. So this happened while I was in Croatia attending a conference and um I had met somebody there who spoke a lot about religion and how she incorporates it in her life. So I'm talking about uh, a really incredible woman I met. Her name is Mina. Uh, her Instagram handle is @strongandshine so you can check her out. And so she spoke about how much she derives her knowledge and understanding from Christianity. So she uh, is a lawyer or was a lawyer. Um and she passed the bar both in to practice law in New York as well as London if I remember correctly. And so she would talk about how a lot of what she does is stuff that she like in some shape or form learned from the bible and how um she would she would she I remember her telling us about a few instances of how uh, Jesus was being a real lawyer in the situation and how he was very like reasonably and diplomatically solving problems out of just pure logic and it was just amazing to hear her talk with such passion and love for her religion and how she genuinely believes a lot of what she learned was from Christianity and so that got me thinking um what is there that in religion that makes so many people follow it so like vehemently like most of the world follow some shape or form of some religion and especially in a country like india where people are so almost fanatic and extreme about their belief in religion how they're willing to go through any lengths to defend their ideas of what is religious and what's not and so it just it just like got me really thinking and so i remember while i was in croatia so we were backpacking and the whole time while i was there i i i would just talk about religion because i was i was learning more things while i was on that trip like i didn't even wait to come back home i was so interested i was literally watching like huge hour long videos on youtube just talking about different concepts on religion and so i wanted to get into christianity i do eventually want to touch upon every single religion that we have out there or every single major religion but i was like i i it really really stupid for me to not start off with the religion that i was born into which is hinduism So I'm I'm personally not religious. I'm an atheist. I grew up in an, an atheist family. We never really believed in a lot of this. We we still don't have like a puja prayer room in our houses. So this isn't something that we really like I really grew up in from the background. So I was born atheist, but technically my family con- comes under Hinduism. So I was like cool, I'm going to study Hinduism. It's the religion that I'm most um most familiar with it's the religion that i'm most exposed to so let's see what it has to offer and i can tell you when i started it it just blew my mind just the level of like information and detail these things go into so <laughs> my views on religion are that they are just really 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 well told stories and i'll get more into that later but it's just the level of information they have cuz 
a lot of these religions have a source like when you talk about christianity and islam and judaism and a lot of these other religions they have a source like you can trace it back to one person um hinduism is basically untraceable and so you have basically so many different people hundreds of thousands of possibly i don't know millions of people just adding their two cents to this religion and composing this huge huge like epic story that is our religion and it's 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 pretty amazing if you look at just purely from a historical and storytelling point of view um and it is it is one of the oldest practicing religions right now it's it's arguable whether it it really is a, the oldest practicing religion but it's the oldest practicing story that we still incorporate and talk about in our regular lives and still practice and so yeah that that's how it all started and i i'm still so like fascinated by the whole concept i still every day any opportunity i get every time i meet a super religious person i ask them like 10000 questions about it because there's just so many aspects it's just so interesting okay so um i'll begin with how um studying hinduism has impacted my life and i'll i'll split this into three different aspects um so i'll, I'll begin with health so health is where i i remember i i didn't really understand like how uh, super like hindu religious people i know that i knew that they ate differently and they had like a different set of ways to like consume food and their attitude towards it but i never really paid much attention to it but after i went down this rabbit hole of studying it i realized there's so much what they did just instinctively or historically that currently a lot of western science backs as genuine healthy practices um and i i sort of wanted to see what overlap both of them and practice those so in ayurveda it's still considered a very popular form of medication um in india for those of you who don't know uh, according to the ayush ministry they have legalized medical marijuana so in theory you can get marijuana in india legally if you go through an ayurvedic doctor and so that that's pretty fascinating so it's like marijuana is something that's very um like culturally accepted in india and if you just read about it you're like this is so very ingrained in our culture in fact we we dedicate an entire day of the year just to consume marijuana like that's how much how much it's ingrained in our culture and it's holy for those of you who don't know um but just the things that overlap between hinduism and like ayurveda specifically and um western science science and medication was incredible like just the amount of stuff like what to eat when to eat where to eat all of that it just it was it was really eye opening and so one thing that i incorporated very immediately was that i started following something called the intermittent fast or the intermittent diet and basically it's what you do is you eat um in a window in a time window like whether it can be 10 hours you eat and 14 hours you fast or 8 hours you eat and 16 hours you fast whatever it is you take a specific time window and you eat in the within those time windows every single day so your body gets used to it plus it stays in a fasted state for most of the time and just the immediate health benefits it had was incredible so i'm going to i'm going to dedicate an entire other episode just talking about health and all the things that i've done in the past few years but this was just one big thing just changing the way i ate and when i ate like that time window thing made such a huge difference in my health and my energy levels and just 
I I never I I don't feel hungry that much anymore and I don't think I remember the last time where I really felt that urge of hunger even though like I'm eating for a lesser time period but I just I don't wake up in the morning like super freaking hungry so yeah it it like that's one thing I would definitely recommend to everyone um eating intermittent fasting it's it's been insane but yeah that's that's something we got from ayurveda and uh, even jains follow this very strictly So the second thing I'm going to talk about is story. Um <laughs> I said I was going to get back to it. So story. This story that Hinduism is okay so the way I look at it is that Hinduism is just a really really elaborate story. Like all of it. Like it's just like really well told. Like I think of it on par with like Marvel. How they have all of these different characters that meet and interact with each other and they have like these like avengers sort of like moments in history or in mythology like if you stop looking at it as a religion and start looking at it as a story for you to just read out of pure fictional curiosity i'm telling you this is possibly the best thing that you will read like nothing rivals it like absolutely nothing just the level of depth and layers that are there to the story it's it's incredible and so i before getting into religion i knew very little about the great indian epics of mahabharata and ramayana like i remember i watched the movies and stuff when they came on tv especially like hanuman and ramayana but i never really paid attention to the stories or really understood what they were trying to say or what i felt like they were trying to say and over the last year i read several and i read and watched several versions of ramayana and I read Mahabharat by Arjunarayan like his version of it and I can tell you it's it's insane so just looking at it pure like numbers wise um the entire epic of Mahabharat consists of 1.8 million words which is roughly 10 times the size size of Iliad and Odyssey which are the other two epics of the world combined it's 10 times of both of them combined and about four times the length of Ramayana So the sheer volume of information in one of these stories is just insane like it's unfathomable. And I can tell you after reading Mahabharat I I read it around the same time that Game of Thrones had uh just ended with that disaster of a final season and I I was just thinking how insane would it be if somebody gave like the budget that Game of Thrones got to a Mahabharat story with the level of depth and source material it has like you will come up with the, the most insane layered stories and yeah that's it I, i can tell you it would be a runaway success if somebody just gave it that much thought and like a lot of these stories people believe glorify gods and glorify a lot of the characters of rama and the pandavas and krishna but honestly if you read into it properly and you read it from a good source you will see that these people are assholes like they're not depicted to be good at all like they are good they operate in gray zones but they're no, by no standard like the like ram is not the perfect man he has so many flaws and they are flaws that are pointed out by characters within the stories like these aren't just my interpretations and these are just really flawed deeply human characters they're not like friggin perfect god entities they're very human and they have a lot of morals that don't align with us but these are morals that are even pointed out within the same story so it's i can tell you it it it's not what people painted to be there's so much depth and layers to this it's i 
like I would recommend anybody who's super into like fictional world creation like the game of thrones fantasy and all that they will love reading about hinduism as long as you read it as for what it is a piece of fiction and don't read it as history it's mythology so all of this goes into my third and final point um which is spirituality so religion like practicing religion or being religious doesn't inherently make you spiritual and a lot of the ways that people practice it now with the way that they've hyper politicized it and just made religion and the belief of it uh, like a thing that shows your political interest is is disgusting and it's probably something that is pushing you away from any sort of spirituality and from what i can see most people even like really religious people have a very 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 shallow understanding of hinduism they either consider it gospel that should con- govern every aspect of life or a lot of people like me uh, shun it to be fables of a bygone era and i believe religion at its best at its peak at its most open state question our place in the world it guides us on a path to understanding our purpose to live and our job is to see every single thing that religion has to put out there and try to make it a really personal experience like when you have sadhus and godmen sitting and telling you this is what happened and this is what's meant it's it's wrong that's just not how you're supposed to look at religion it's something that's supposed to be personal to you you can't let somebody else dictate your belief and faith you can listen to them you can take their advice you can ask for their interpretations but you cannot let them dictate your personal experience and religion at its core at its heart is a personal experience when we try to seek wisdom for the sake of seeking wisdom and knowledge we can rise above it and reach a stage where we no longer need a particular religion to feed our spiritual needs because religion is just a gateway it's a path to spirituality it's not spirituality in itself once you truly understand what religion is saying i feel like you don't need spirituality you don't need religion to be a spiritual person so one of my favorite quotes by um steven weinberg is with or without religion good people can behave well and bad people can do evil but for good people to do evil that takes religion and it's 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 just so like strange considering when you look at religion um in india and the way that hinduism was practiced at a point like you look at something like the the upanishads which is which is on the bedrock of hinduism it's 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 the vedas and then the vedantas which is the upanishads they are they are just constantly people questioning the religion questioning the vedas the thing that we consider the holy grail of our religion the upanishads which is a in, intrinsic part of the vedas in itself questions the vedas where they're like no this is bullshit no this makes sense no this doesn't make sense why should we do this why should we do that our religion is a based it's 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 very inherent base is to question itself it is not considered absolute absolutely nothing is considered absolute it, it's so even even the concept of our epics um they're all they're they're not considered absolutes it's it's like you're you're supposed to question it you're supposed to understand what 
um they're really trying to say from your perspective and we've just thought of lost that and it's really strange how we've done that um yeah and so um there's a quote that is credited to buddha um as the ignorant grasp the fingertip and not the moon so those who cling to the letter know not my truth and i think that's just so so true like if you really think about it when 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 people look at what's written at face value they miss the point cuz what's written all of this religion and religious text is like the finger pointing to the moon and if you focus on the finger and not the moon you're missing the point and so i have spent so much time in the last year reading about religion and dwelling into it and i wouldn't say that i've become a believer like i don't i don't think there's some god presiding over us judging our actions but it's really helped me gain perspective on why our country is in the state that it is we started looking at religion in terms of face value when it was meant to be something that you're supposed to ponder over and reflect on it wasn't something you're supposed to blindly believe and this blind belief is what has made people like develop this hatred for a specific community or a specific religious group and it it goes so against the very dna of what i understand to be hinduism um yeah and it's this whole journey of studying this has really helped me understand so many things about the world and health and spirituality and i'm not saying everybody should study hinduism but everybody should take a very honest look at their religion like there's so much to learn from this thing that billions of people follow that date back to thousands of years ago it's not just to learn about our history or culture or to pray and worship it's it's to grow and learn and develop as individuals using religion as a stepping stone to just a greater personal transformation so that's why i study hinduism thanks for listening